Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us here on our podcast at Elim Church in Swanley. You are joining myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, and Simon Pinchbeck this morning. We've got the man back in the house, you know. In the house. Got the greatest guy that has come out of Essex. Is it Essex? (laughs) Hertfordshire? On the border. On the border. (laughs) On the border. We're in lockdown everywhere, but he's... It's great to be back in Swanley, uh, the gateway to the south, the home of the staycation. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great place. It's so good to welcome Simon back into Swanley, into Elim Church. You know, we're talking about men's stuff. We're talking about all sorts of bits and pieces. And, you know, we love Simon so much. He's uh, he's a really, real, true follower of Jesus. And we thank him for his ministry, his time, his family. And he's got a new dog. Got a new dog. and uh, Got a new dog. Mate, they're a great idea, little puppies, aren't they? But um, For the first you, hour. <laughs> when you get them, they're waking you up at goodness knows what time in the morning. and uh, Yeah, but they're, they're, they're great. and uh, But there's not a great deal of sleep going on at the moment. Um, but we'll get there. The Lord is good. We'll get there. Thank yeah. God for animals. Yeah. <laughs> we love animals. Yeah. Right, Simon, let's get serious. <laughs> nah, no, let's no. not get serious. No, the no, church is too serious. That's a change of direction. That's, I've lost. I've, what, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Let's How talk can you about be serious Jesus. sitting there in the, in in the baseball cap. cap. I've got a cap on. I've got a cardigan on. I've the got white teeth shining across white the White teeth. Yeah. I've got fake tan on today. My teeth are really shining. Big gold medallion. Gold yeah. medallion. Big cross on the front. And a, and, a me, dollar, and a dollar sign <laughs> behind it. I've got my picture on the wall over there. Look, I've got a picture of myself on the wall over there. Yeah, well, listen, Ben. Come on, um, what are we going to do? Talking about that, I, I, you know, we have spoke about this uh, a few times. We've sort of uh, veered on, onto it a few times. And that, let's have a chat about the uh, the prosperity gospel that's out there. Um, the name it and claim it. Sort of gospel. Name it and claim um, it. And, and then go on to, uh, as it goes into, uh, talking about a different Jesus and, and, and I guess the emerging church. I mean, um, you've hit the jackpot here at Elim Swanley on the prosperity <laughs> front, ain't you? <laughs> Lord help me. This is my prayer today. Lord, I've got a tenner in my pocket and we've got to run the church off it. Help me, Lord. The prosperity gospel, what a load a bag of tripe. I Oh, man. You know, I'm moving my cap off the top of my head. I'm getting really into this today. Now, what does that actually mean, the prosperity gospel? So we have pastors and leaders, don't we, yeah. across the world, yeah. basically saying, cast your bread upon the waters, yeah. watch its return. Hang on a minute. No. Cast your bread into my pocket, feed my ministry, and it's like, it's, it's like the, the selling the pyramid, isn't it? You're exactly right. That's what it is. It's That's a Ponzi scheme. At. It's a pyramid scheme that only the people at the top get wealthy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've yeah. tried it. And, I've uh, tried it and I've, I've seen it. I've got up to 11 quid. <laughs> you've got your his and hers Mark II escorts. That's there, right, you? yeah. but it's only one car. It's only one car. It's <laughs> only one car. Yeah, and that's a thousand years old. You've got a furry dice in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Name across the, across the driver and the passengers. Ben. Ben and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you crazy. Short car on a Monday and Chris is on a Tuesday. Yeah. No, but seriously, there are men... Getting extremely wealthy, yes, fabulously rich and wealthy yes. on the back of promises, which are totally from yeah 
the enemy. There's a transatlantic preacher that I heard the other day that clearly said that God has told him that he is going to be the first billionaire preacher in America. And he's three quarters of the way there already. Personal wealth. Wow. How can that be scripture? There is no scripture that strengthens or supports about a man of God or a woman of God that can hoard masses amount of money. Now, people might say, oh, he's a jealous pastor. He wants a little... Money... I've had money and it's got me in more trouble. So you, you know, what's and me too when I was know, in the secular world. But, yeah, it's, but what's see what you got to say? What's your motivation? What? Yeah, what is the motivation? So if the motivation in your heart is to be a billionaire pastor, yes, yeah, then where does one Timothy six ten exactly. come into? Yeah, you know, yeah, the love of money is a root of all evil. Now that the is root of yeah. all evil. You go to certain churches, don't you? And you, it'll be, it'll be free envelopes on a seat, gift, tithe, one for the bishop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and prayer people, requests on the outside or whatever. Yeah. And then, I know money. Money is. We know, obviously. Come on. We know money is really, really important to keep things moving. But the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Now, that's how I'm living at the moment. I'm literally living by faith in every area of life. If yeah. God doesn't yeah. show up, it's curtains. It's curtains. It's game yeah. over. Yeah. So when you look at the prosperity gospel, that false gospel that has been preached and preached and preached and preached for years before COVID-19. Now, go back eight months, nine months. You could have sat in certain congregations and the motivational speaker up the front because I'm not using, not calling them church leaders anymore, because you're not leading people. No. You're leading people to hell. Yeah, you're leading, totally. Because it's a false totally gospel. You can't be around no. the burning bush anymore. You can't. No. You've got to get straight to the brass tacks of this. There are people that have sold their house because the man at the front, or the person that they're listening to, God has told me that if you give this and that, and there are people that have lost their home, they've racked credit card debts up, because it sounds good. Yes. It yeah. sounds good, but there's no... They're selling biblical. a lie, they're not selling, they're selling a, uh, a different Jesus, even if they sell Jesus, it comes into it at all. If you listen to some of these guys, um, I mean, Ben, you can do all things with a verse out of context, can't you? You can so do you take, all things. So you take a verse out of context and, and you, you put it out there and you, you can do all things through yeah. Christ. What, what does the prosperity gospel do? It puts man at the centre. When, you, when you're just really thinking about this, it puts man right at the centre. It takes the focus off of God. And suddenly we're looking at the man and the ministry rather than looking at Christ. Totally. Yeah, that's right. That's what that's what it is. It's to look at that man and the ministry. If he can do it, what he if can... God has done it for them, God will do it for me. That's what they say. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah. They're selling you something. And we need to be very careful because... <clears throat> We can easily be distracted and be railroaded into give, 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 give. Now, 
as I said, go back eight months, you could have gone to many churches and they would have been beating the drum. Uh, give, 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 you know, cast your bread upon the waters and, and all these sort of scriptures, you know, about bringing it to the storehouse and all this and absolutely everything that's to do with giving. Your business is going to grow. God has told me now in within a couple of months now you're going to be rich. God's going to put money in your lap. But then suddenly our friend at number 10 has turned the key on everything. So where is the prosperity gospel now? Those that have sowed for years and years and years and that motivational speaker at the front has promised them because they've manipulated scripture suddenly find themselves that they've been furloughed 20% yeah. has yeah. been knocked off their wages yeah. they suddenly find themselves at a food bank they suddenly find themselves they can't pay the mortgage they suddenly find themselves that that credit card that they was using is racked up to the limit so where is this Jesus that them people have been speaking about? And that's the and that's a sad part about it, isn't it? Because yeah. if you've been sold this lie, yeah. and your faith is yeah. built on this thing, yeah. you know, it's like the Bible says, if your faith is built on sand, pretty soon that's going to get washed away. Yeah. So all of a sudden, not only will you see the stuff around you not happening, that's not right, but you'll start people start then to get very bitter with God, don't they? Yeah. Where are you gone? I, 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 I've heard it on uh, on um, reality shows, on, on the TV, you know, uh, people um, are going, uh, yeah, praise the Lord, bless you, Jesus, so when everything's going great, then all but of a sudden, happens? all of a sudden, one or two things are not going so great. Yeah. Where are you now, God? Where are you now? We've never been in so much debt as a nation. They're using, and we've said it before, but they're using Jesus Christ and, and the law and God mm. as a genie in a bowl. Hole in the wall. This is what, and, and you can come out when I want you. Yeah. It, it's so not, that, does, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that, does it? Because the, the, the speakers in the churches and the drum that they've been, the false gospel that they've been pressing has put men into a false sense of security. If I do A, B and C as they're saying, it's going to work because it's of Jesus. But then as you said, suddenly it doesn't work. Then my faith gets rocked. And then suddenly I do what the disciples done. I'm going back fishing. Where is yeah. this Jesus? We just sent him now to the cross. He's gone. He's finished. It's over. Where is Jesus in my family? I'm suddenly finding myself in debt. I'm suddenly finding myself, I'm caught back in my addictions. Because the false gospel has no spiritual power behind it. No. That's, no, that, that's the, that's the yeah. thing. The true gospel of Jesus Christ has the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit ministers and the comforter come, comes, it gives you comfort in the area that you are struggling. But if you are given a motivational speak uh, and, and, and you are given all this sort of stuff, it is just motivational. So it's feeding the flesh. The thing is, like we said, it puts man at the centre. It yeah. makes man a little god. Does. It's all about yeah. you. Yeah. The gospel's not all about you. No, the Bible is not all about you. The scriptures Amen. are not all about you. They're yeah. about Jesus Christ. And when you come to know that, mm. that's when it'll strip away all that rubbish in your life and you'll just be totally reliant on Christ. And then the scriptures will mean more to you because you're using, you're, you're accepting Christ and Christ is in you, and the scriptures are in you. Wow. 
That's it. The Bible tells me very clear to, to put the word on the tablet of the heart. Now, why do I want that word on my heart? Because there will come a trial. There will become a test. There will be a strain. There will be something in my life that will try and draw me away from what God is calling me to be. So when you talk about the prosperity gospel, the name it and claim it gospel, it puts people and it puts uh, humanity and believers into a false sense of God will supply all my needs according. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, you so go. you can there's take a, the scripture, scripture. Yeah, you can, take you the can scripture. manipulate it, and then when suddenly heaven is quiet, now we now the church, religion, the system has been beating the drum of revival and prosperity. The healing uh, gospel has been preached as much as a prosperity one, both running together, um, you're going to be healed, you're healed, you're healed, you're healed, you're healed, you're healed. You're not going to die, you're not going to die, you're not going to die. God's God's told me your leg's going to grow. God's told me you don't need glasses. God's telling me you don't need spec savers. You're, you're going to hear, you're going to see. You're going to, you're well, you've got a new kidney. You, God's telling me someone in this church today is going gonna, is gonna to be healed of cancer and your heart is being, and suddenly nothing happens. Listen to this. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, in the last couple of weeks, uh, the healing rooms in Bethel Church, yes, Reading, California, okay, has closed down due to illness. No, it's the truth. Yeah, check it out, research it. The healing rooms in Bethel Church, <laughs> Reading, California, that claim this they, is it. That claim that they're claim. going. They're going to heal all this stuff. Tumors are falling off. Now let's backtrack a few years. When you listen to the ones that we're referring to in Bethel, they will clearly tell you that, that if you come to this church, tumours are dropping off, cancer is gone, new lungs, you know, they're even talking about children are being healed and all this sort of stuff. And then when it doesn't happen to you in your house and, it, and you're watching a loved one die, but over there, why, is it, why are you working there, Lord, and you're not working here? When actually God says, I'm not actually working there. No. I'm everywhere. Yeah. But, look, this might shock a few people. We've all got to die of something. Yeah, totally. We're all going to go out with something. Man, there was... Uh, uh, you probably can... You see this on the internet if you if you look at, look for it. About the turn of the year, one of the big worship leaders over there in Bethel, they had a little two-year-old girl, and, and yes. tragically, she died. Her name was Olive. But they spent five days claiming that Olive was going to come back to, to, mm. to life. Yeah, yeah. What does yeah. that do to people? Yeah. What does that do? It shakes people in their faith. And then when a real, when these crises hit, what it does, it makes us look at this false gospel and suddenly we realise we're not where we are spiritually. So suddenly panic, fear, anxiety creeps in and then suddenly we are all over the place. I mean, the Bible... We're lost, but we're not lost. You see, Ben, the world is totally looking for a shortcut. Oh. I want a shortcut to prosperity. Yeah. I want a shortcut to health. The Bible doesn't give you shortcuts. The Bible tells you yeah. that this life yeah. in Jesus is the most amazing life you can ever yeah. get. Yeah. But this life yeah. is not your best life. No. It's not. It's a stopgap. <laughs> it's, it's a start. So listen, um, you know, I'll openly admit, when as a as a young believer, um, I read uh, and listened to a lot of uh, 
Joyce Meyer stuff. I listen to yeah. a lot of Joel Osteen stuff. And Joel is famous. He's, he's, uh, he's got a huge yeah. church in yeah. Houston, yeah. Uh, Texas. And, and uh, he stands there in front of a huge globe that, that yeah. goes round. Yeah. And one of his books says, you can have your best life now. That's wow. one of his books. You can have your best life now. Well, if you have your best life now, enjoy it, because the one you're going to get afterwards ain't going to be so great. But the one I'm getting after this one, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is if you if, yeah. you, if you go if you if oh, you want your best me. life now, the one you're getting after this one ain't going to be so good because you're putting yourself yes. at the centre and yeah. you're not walking in a relationship with Jesus Christ. No. So that that this is where we're getting the we, we're seeing a lot of mentors, we're seeing a lot of motivational speakers coming under the label of church. It's a motivational speaking, and and to be honest with because you, because it will make you feel good. I I I, I bought right into it. Some because of the stuff that that uh, Joel was saying, it's it's inspirational. Can it's, I ask you this question? Did you buy any literature? Yes. Yeah. There you go, that's yeah, it. You know, I bought into it. it. Is, so when you're getting millions and thousands of people following you and you are, you are looking good, you are sounding good, it's like, it's, it's all these motivational uh, guys and girls that are out there, you know, they'll, they'll tell you everything, but they'll say, if you subscribe, I'll finish the story off, basically. If you send me a hundred quid, hundred dollars, you can have my manual. Well, yeah, and and you, it, I'll, I'll even tell you. that alone, it's like you're you're selling you're selling yeah. that. All the titles of, of the books, or you know, every day can be a Friday. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's just it's just feeding into the flesh. Just I want that. I want that prosperity. I want that best life now. Yeah, but, but the what? Bible don't tell you that. The nah. Bible tells you you're going to go through struggles. Look at Paul. Yes, the the the, the most amazing uh, disciple. He went through struggles every turn he went. Shipwrecks, beatings. Oh, prisons. Uh, prisons. People leaving him. Gentiles Stillness. chasing him. Yeah. Jews. Yeah. He was kicked out of this place, kicked out of that place. And Christ said very clearly, you see how they per persecute me? If they do this to me, so will it be to you. So the area of the church that is growing, the body that is growing, is the persecuted church. The more a Christian is persecuted, the more you'll see the grace and the power of God. Now look at the disciple, look at the apostle, uh, rather, that, that said, look, three times I pleaded with the Lord, take this away from me. Three times I pleaded. Really? And the prosperity gospel and the healing gospel, the one at the front would go, you are not going to have that form anymore. Now, no. at the name of Jesus, go. And I've, I've seen... Um and there's stuff out there, if you watch people like, and, and I think probably he's, this guy is probably the worst. And, and, and you know, this guy is, is so bad, it's, it is untrue, but he has millions of people following him. I've, okay. been, I've been to his, uh, I've been looked at the outside of his, uh, his, of his compound in, in Fort Worth, Texas. It's absolutely huge, in, and he's got oil on that compound. He's got private jets. He's got yeah. everything. Yeah. His name is Kenneth Copeland, and, yes. and he's that is he's the worst sort of guy. And there's stuff on the yeah. YouTube yes. where he's actually blowing away. Or attempting to blow away COVID nineteen. 
the pandemic, but it's still here. It's still here. It's still here. Yeah, I, I'm actually, I get lost for words. This, through the fruering that's going on and all the stuff we talk about and what we hear, it, it actually stops me in my tracks because you think, I can't hear any more crazy things because this is affecting me in me. This is, this is affecting my emotions because, as we said, we may have looked at these people before as a young believer and then suddenly I'm not healed, I'm not prospering, so where is Jesus? So that the backlash comes back to who? Jesus. Totally. So we go, where are you, God? Uh, and you Do get, you exist? I'm lost. I'm in debt. I'm struggling in my marriage. I'm, I've still got this addiction. I'm still struggling with unforgiveness. And then you look at these preachers and teachers. I'll just use that label very, very lightly. And you look at them, and what you see is, like you said, they they've got the car, they got they got the family, they got the house, they got the holidays, they got oh, all that. Man, this guy's but I'm still going to work, putting sandwiches on the shelf, struggling, working 12-hour shifts. I'm exhausted. The kids are up all night. I've got no carpets on the floor. I've lost my faith. God, where are you? But the sad thing is, and we yeah. said it is that these guys are leading people to hell. Yeah. There's a massive uh, um, guy, uh, a preacher out in Nigeria, his name's T.B. Joshua, and, and he uh, yeah. declared yeah. this year that on a certain day in March, COVID-19, he said the spirit has told him COVID-19 had finished. Amen to that. And it's still here. And so what was, his answer, to, what, was his, what was his answer to that? The spirit got it wrong. That's what he said. No, hang on. Hang <laughs> he on. Said, Let me backtrack. The spirit told Whoa. me. And then he, so these guys are lost. Spirit. They're cheaters. Don't, please, if you're listening to this, don't go down this don't route. Don't go down the route. Just don't follow Jesus. Don't go down the route. Just follow Jesus. Get into, follow, get get into, into the stand, word. Get into the word of God. And you. there's no shortcuts to prosperity. There's no shortcuts. Look, if the grass looks green on the other side, it's probably artificial turf. That's that's, that's the it. way it yeah, is. Yeah. Do not. There's no shortcut. You're going to get troubles. You're going to get stuff. But be, rejoice in the troubles. Hallelujah. Rejoice in the trials because that makes you stronger. Yeah. That, that, and and what happened then? You won't be seeking the hand of God. You'll be seeking His face. And who is the face of God on earth? It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, consider it pure joy. Yes. My brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because the, you know that the testing of your faith will create perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you will not be lacking nothing. And what does the Bible say? Those who endure to the end will be saved. Hallelujah. So let's get this... Let's get it right. Let's get it right. So what I've got to do... Right. What I've got to do is not listen to anyone that is dripping in cash. Well, <laughs> no. that cuts the platform down to a massive amount. Yeah. So what I've got to do is not listen to anyone that is beating the drum that you can have. No, yeah. don't listen to you it. It's, it's, so, uh, it's we, a lie. It's, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a yeah. pyramid scheme. It, it's, it, you're just feeding in to the guy the, the, the flesh. Top. You're feeding to the gut. You're the pyramid selling yeah. process. 
and it's worked on mass, it's worked on numbers. So what do I do? Simply, I keep my eyes on the author and the perfecter of my faith. I read the word. What if we say I'm not very, I'm not really into reading? I, I get something on Audible. I, I get yeah, it on an app. Yeah. I just listen. listen. I've got to get, get the word in, of God in my in. spirit. You see, this isn't a new thing. People it isn't think new. it's a new Simon thing. Simon the Sorcerer. Totally. And, and listen. People think there's a, a, a lovely uh, story in the Bible, lovely account in the Bible of a, of a poor widow who gave two, yes. uh, last two pennies. Yeah. And people think, yeah. people think, oh, I'll give my life. Isn't that that amazing? She's these people are giving out of their well. She's giving, but why is she giving that? Mm. She's giving it because they're preaching at the, at the top. Give it, and you'll get this. So that's all she give, has. Give, give, and you'll get give. that. Give, give and you'll get give, that. Give. It's a works-based yeah. giving mm. gospel, which, which is a lie. It's a lie, and, and it is from the pit of hell. Yeah. One John two sixteen tells us, you know, beware of the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Ooh. And all of this Ooh. stuff Ooh. covers all of that. Oh, so the lust of the flesh is what is that? It's how you're feeling. How are you feeling? Yeah. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Well, that's great. <laughs> and, and and let's sing this song because Let, it'll make I want to feel, feel happy better. today. I want to feel yeah. happy. I want to get my adrenaline going because if I can get if I can get an atmosphere, if I can get the the feel good factor, if I can if I can reach that euphoria, if I can get to that 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 pleasurable feeling of adrenaline and everything, everything's going to be okay. But then I'll leave church and drive away. Still carrying baggage. By Tuesday, you'll, well, by Sunday evening, by <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Hey, by Sunday <laughs> afternoon, I left church at half twelve, by quarter one. Oh, I'm it's engaging in it again. I've, lost, I've, it I've lost it all because it's a feeling. Emotions are quick. What this lust of the flesh does mm. as well, um, and, and we, we can talk about this because it's something that's called, uh, they called it the emerging church. It's something that puts Ooh. man's intellect yes. above Jesus and above the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And they will look at Jesus and say, he was a great prophet, but we but. come from a different era and, and we can, uh, we, with our intellect, we know more. We know more. Of course, more. yeah. And that's, there's, there's certain denominations, certain churches yeah. that will lead you down that path. So what we have... We have very well-educated, very clever people with great vocabulary and know how to deliver. You're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. But Jesus says, I will call and I will choose the lowly things oh, to cause confusion. So what we have is we have a business model. I've got a business model. Well, I've got a business model here, and if I get my my statistics right and if I get my chart right and if I give if I give flesh what flesh wants if I feed someone the feel good factor you've got the X the X factor you can have it you can have this because Jesus has done it for me because I can do all things through I can now that's the hook line that's I can hook do line. Yeah. all things well hang on a moment yeah. 
you can't do sin. You can't do. I can do all things through Christ. That I can go and live, and I can, uh, I can do what I want. And grace. Now we have grace covers everything. And if I make a little slip, I can, grace has covered but it. This, but Ben, this is these people. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. what these people. They're preaching a different Jesus. Yes. Right. And the Bible clearly says, and you hit it spot on, men of intellect. And the Bible say, clearly says that they will deceive the elect if that is possible. And this is what's happening now. So these men of intellects, yeah. man, and the Bible does, Matthew 24, 24, yeah. they will deceive the elect. Galatians 1, 6 to 10, 6, Galatians 1, 6 to 10 tells us that the devil ain't walking around with a pitchfork and horns. And we've said this before, so be, be aware, he's walking around as an angel of light in yeah. churches. And he looks good. And he looks great. He looks great. He looks absolutely marvellous. Look, what he did, smells lovely. Hey, he's what, got the latest aftershave on. He's I, got the latest car. What did I show you? Uh, I sent over to you the other week, wasn't it? It, yeah. what was it? It's Crank Ministries. David Crank from oh, Florida. Oh, my goodness. He yeah. had a roller coaster, yes. didn't he? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and he came into the song Roller Coaster of yeah. Love, didn't he? Do you know what? Since you sent me that, I've got myself some roller skates. <laughs> and I've come into church on roller skates, just like Starlight Express. Oh, you got the leather jacket. Come you've in got the... on the on the platform. Somersaults, backflips. Hey, no lights wonder... flashing. No wonder you're wearing that uh, baseball cap. You, you've dyed your hair blonde underneath. I'm not blonde you? underneath. <laughs> yeah, I'm hundred years old, but I'm blonde. But there we have. We yeah. have. They're fed up. See, these guys are fed educators. Up. They're fed up with the old gospel. Yeah. They're fed up with the old it ways. Work. So if you look at Simon the Sorcerer, Simon the Sorcerer, you know, he was living in that area of that biblical time and, and the people around him said, he must be of God. Look at the things that he's doing. Now what we've got to understand, everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. So this false gospel, this prosperity gospel has witchcraft and wizardry and sorcery and magic behind it, but because it's, a, it's the occult. That's one hundred percent right. The occult world right. works. It, it works, but and it, because it it makes itself yes. look so attractive, and and that's what the enemy does. And what he does, wraps sin up to make look so attractive. And what did what does Lucifer want? He wants to be worshipped. He wants to be worshipped. And, and what and, does man want to be? He wants to be worshipped. Listen. But it's you know what what they what they fail to realise is they're coming away from the Bible. They're not even looking at the Bible. No, they're far from the Word of God. They are so far away from what it. What they're but... saying these this emerging we're fed up with the mega churches. We're fed up with the old gospel ways. Uh, I read somewhere where where uh, one church was saying this ain't your granny's church. Is that well the. You know, it should, it should be your granny's church. It should be what you're going to, a good Bible-based church. They're, <laughs> they're following a pick-and-mix gospel, whatever oh, you want. You, yeah. go, you, go to, you go to, oh, I'll have a bit of that, I'll have a bit of that. They that want that's to, it. We've, they, got, we've, got a, we've got a sweet shop scenario. We've got a sweet shop scenario. They want a radical Jesus, a false gospel. But it, what it is, it's a concept of Jesus. And these guys, that's right. these yeah. guys are yeah. so intellectual. They're not talking about a Jesus with a white beard. And, and no, they're no. talking about a concept yeah. of Jesus Christ. That's right. A model. A model. A model. They're selling you a model. They're selling you a model. And isn't it interesting that they don't talk about salvation? 
You don't hear salvation. No, no because there's no hell. Exactly. Hell, I, preach hell. I actually know a pastor that is leading a church that actually doesn't believe in hell. It stops you in your tracks. Matthew 24, 24. Yeah. They will deceive yeah. the elect, if that is possible. False prophets. False, false prophets. False preachers and teachers. See, what they're saying now, this emerging church is this, is that Jesus was just another prophet. I ain't no. saying that. It's come out of my mouth. But yeah, I, uh, Jesus we is, get what you're is saying. A, a, another, yeah. another prophet. Yeah. So then let's embrace little bits of Islam. That's let's it. embrace yeah. a little bit, yeah. little bits of... Let's put... And what they do, they, they put Catholicism at the centre. Of So we, we're going around uh, and you've got like the stations of the cross, yep. but here you can uh, you can put your name on there for forgiveness, you put yep. your name on that cross for blessings. Yep. This sort of stuff yep. is going on. It is going on. And, and you know, uh, look, there's some great, lovely Catholic guys and, yeah. and, uh, and girls, but, but, you know, we're not worshipping Mary. No. What does the scripture say? It says, I am the way, the, the truth, truth, and the life. And the life. No, no one, one comes to the Father except through me. So who is me? Jesus. Jesus No Christ. one can he get into that. heaven. You can't get it through a pastor. You can't get it through a, a, a prosperity gospel. You can't buy your way. Now, when Christ called the disciples at the shoreline, he said, drop your nets, come and follow me. Yeah. Leave everything. There's no mention of, of you've got to have X amount of money. He says, why are you worrying about tomorrow? Why are you worrying about the clothes on your back? Why, why are you worrying? And, and Ben, come you, and follow me. Follow me. Follow me to the Father. Your mate. And Jesus spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. Yes. Yeah. But, but here we have an emerging church uh, mm. that's not telling us that there's telling us there is no hell. Everything is on the table. Yeah. Why? Because everything is negotiable. Yeah. So you come to me and you, uh, you, you think, you know, you, you, your daughter is thinking about having an abortion. It's negotiable. It's on the table. That's right. Everything's on the table, Ben. There's no consequence. It's the same. Here we are in Ealing Somerley. Everything is on the table except that check you promised me. That is, I'm still <laughs> oh, still yeah, looking actually, for that. Yeah, yeah. I checked the bank account and you can have a quid. There's a quid roaming. You know, it's... So there's the false gospel. It is so dangerous. It's so dangerous. Man again, yeah. As like the prosperity gospel, man again is yeah. at the centre. So Simon, it's the intellect. The way. So what I see at the moment is what's blown the lid on this false gospel is COVID nineteen, because what COVID nineteen has done, it has shut the church but I, I've got to be careful here I'm not talking about the body of Christ because no one can close that the kingdom of God is moving continuously yeah, yeah, it, is, yeah. it will never be closed but what we've had now is all the churches have shut so now we are starting to see believers emerge rather than a platform of leaders so what we have this is this we're coming back to that good old text 1 Samuel Chapter 30, David strengthened himself in the Lord. In the time of crisis, oh, well, where do you go? Well, well, you go well. to Jesus. You yeah. can't go to no. the establishment because the establishment, the healing rooms are shut. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, wherever you are, grab out of that scripture. Grab out of that, that scripture. Is the key. Put it on your heart because at a time when 1 David... Samuel chapter 30. 
60. 60. It, but what is great, isn't it? The beginning of that text, he had all them men with him. That's what I'm saying. Had all the men with That's him. That's what I'm saying. When it's going good and we're in the battlefield and we're taking all the plunder, you know, we're going back home and watching our flat screen TVs and we've got all the activities under it. When it's good, it's good. But what happened? But what happened it when all, it all went wrong? What did they do? What was the first thing? See, these men, oh. a lot of them probably weren't weren't believers or whatever. No, no. But they all of a sudden they looked at David and, and they were going after him. It's you. And they were going to stone You've him. You've caused this stoning him. They wanted to get him. They wanted to kill him. They so he was in desperate trouble. Now, what's really important is David. Now, when you look at David, when he was fifteen to twelve, around about that age, he was anointed by Samuel. Right? Yeah. Now, just because you're anointed doesn't mean to say you're going to swerve trouble. Now, that false gospel tells you that you will never get trouble. You will be rich, dripping rich. You will be healthy. You will have absolutely everything. When David got anointed, anointing, trouble came in. Now, in 1 Samuel, it tells us very clear, 1 Samuel chapter 16 uh, verse 1, it tells us about when uh, when Samuel, the prophet, was going and was told by God to go and anoint Jesse's son, whoever that was going to be, out of that pack at that particular point. And Samuel said to God, but if Saul hears of this, my life is threatened. Now, when you understand who Samuel was, he was anointed prophet. So what we got, what I'm trying to get to here, guys and girls, is... Even though God is with you, you are still going to be attacked. So the false gospel tells us you're not going to get that. It's going to be a smooth, jolly ride. What it's telling us, that false gospel, is, <laughs> is, is voice out what you want. Yeah. Voice out what you want. You can have it. You can overcome. Listen to someone like T.D. Jakes. Very rarely will, yeah. he, will he mention the Lord or the Scripture, but he'll say, you can do it. You can overcome. You can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you can. You it can. ain't you about can. You. you. It ain't about you. Listen, there's hope. There's hope. There's massive hope. Now because what? the Father says this. He says, seek yeah. my face. He does. And Jesus yeah. is the face of the Father. Find Jesus, follow Jesus, find the Father. And Jesus, oh sorry, the Father is watching right this Amen. moment. He's watching Hallelujah. everything. He's watching everything because on the appointed day, it tells us the Amen. Bible, if you know the Bible, it tells yeah. us Revelation 19, 11 to 16, tells us that Jesus is coming back. Come on, Lord. We, on I mean, a white horse, back, he's leading his army in the battle. He's That's coming right. back to judge. Yeah. So don't mock Jesus. You can't. You can't. Jesus. But when you when you look at David again, right? He was anointed. He was anointed as a young boy. Okay. But what we've got to understand that because he was anointed, he was anointed by God. Now his brothers were rolled out in front of Samuel, and Jess was sitting there, and they was all fine lookers. They was tall. They was big. You know, they was pumped up. They were they was warriors, you know what I mean? They were just like Simon, like seven Simons in front, you know. And they, they, was, they was all, they was there. They, they looked it, but Samuel went, is that it? It's not, it's not any what of you look like. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get to here is really important. See, Samuel said, is, is, this, is, this, is this it? But Jess said, no, I've got the younger one out in the field. Now, what's really important is that 
uh, so Samuel, sorry, went and, and said, look, you've got to bring him in. I'll wait. I'll stand up, but just get him here. So when David walks into the arena, what happened? God said, he's the one. He's the one. Yeah. God calls. God anoints. Not man. Totally. Yeah. But the false gospel tells us that we can be a pastor. Oh, we can You can do, be a leader. You Everything. Just verbalise it, vocalise it. I think you're an evangelist. Hang on, no, it's changed next week. I think you're an apostle. And what? <laughs> but it's what we've got to get over here, it's God anoints. Let's teach you to be a prophet. You can be a prophet. Simon, I want to be a healer. You can be a healer. I'm going to come to your school and ministry, and after six I'm weeks gonna, of paying I'm... five grand, oh, I'm going to be a healer. Oh, man. I've just, you just hit them on the edge. Give there. me five grand, and I'll tell you what, I'll give you the keys. I've heard that from a few people. Come to this healing school. Spend six months here, give know. us five grand, and by the time you've done that, I will you will leave this school and you will be a healer for Jesus. And there's ministries out there charging to telling people they can be evangelists. Yeah. Telling people they can be prophets. Yes. Come to us and we'll give you that. But um but is it free? <coughs> five grand. Ten. <laughs> <coughs> Sell everything. Put Easy. it on a credit card. Yeah. Actually, we've got a card machine. Easy terms. Easy terms. Come on, sign yeah. up here. Yeah. It's just like buying a mattress from DFS or, or whatever it is. You know, yeah. yeah. Sign here. You, you ain't got to pay for it. Not yet. Don't worry. Just put it on a credit card. And we'll we'll sign a certificate saying that you are an evangelist. <laughs> That's what the Church of England do. Oh God. You go on a you go on a, a course. I don't know, a year or so, oh, and then they'll give you a, a, a certificate. You are an That's evangelist. Right. Ain't we all evangelists? Look, look, it's, it's, it's nonsense. You're right. God appoints. God anoints. What's really important here, we've got to understand. God appoints. God anoints. God calls us to the area. Now, this is why we have confusion in the body of Christ, or should I say really in the church, because we have got people that are a leg that really are an arm, but they're, but they're trying to be every body part. The pastor is the jack of all trade. I can do everything. Actually, hang on a minute. No. Yeah. What is my calling? What and and where do I where do I get it from? Who, who tells me about this? It is Jesus. Yeah. I've got to be a follower of Jesus. That's my mm -hmm. first thing. Yeah. You know, it, we don't look at doing ministry. We don't look at doing anything because there are many people in ministerial roles, leading ministries that shouldn't even be doing that. Shouldn't even be doing it. And there are many people yeah. in sitting congregations that should be leading, but they're not leading because they feel inadequate and because they haven't got the money, but it doesn't take the money. It, what, what did God say about David? He's got a heart. He's got a heart, yeah. It, look, God looks at a heart. And, and, you know, here's the thing. All this stuff, all this stuff, if you're hanging on to it, let go. You've got to let it go. Let this stuff go. Just pick up the Word of God. Pick up the Word of God. Get into some some Get decent yourself, Bible yeah, stuff. You know, do your own Bible study. Do your own Bible study. Get into the Word because because yeah, in that scripture you gave uh, one Samuel thirty sixty. You know, yeah. it, it it says David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Mm, yeah, David encouraged himself in himself. the Lord his God. Let this stuff go. Don't write any more checks. Don't don't send any more money to anybody. Don't don't jump onto a a, a, a prophetic he, uh, course yeah. that that you that's going to change your life. No. Yeah. Because it won't. It won't. And you said something there really important. You've mentioned the word prophets. We've got more prophets in the church 
and I'm talking about false ones. Yeah. And you've got to be careful what you listen to because there are more people, more prophets spending time upstairs with Jesus than they are walking terra firma. We having we, conversations we this with the, when yeah, we were having, having, having a coffee, this. yeah, just a, a little bit, and and it's the truth. So. People are just waiting. Like I said, it's the, that shortcut again. People are just waiting. People are these people yeah. out there saying, oh, the Lord gave me this word, and I'm waiting for him to act. So then we have, right, so what? What? So let's just take this scenario. There's a prophet, and he comes to us, and he says, I've got a word for you. Thank you, Jesus. I need a word today. It sounds almost that it could be. I'll take that, Lord. I'll take that, Lord. But then... Someone else rings me that's a prophet of the Lord or sends me a text or I go to a church down the road and they're the prophet. Then they give me a word, but it contradicts the word that the other prophet gave me. Then a few weeks down the line, someone else, and I hear something over the airways, and that contradicts the other two. So there we have confusion. Then it becomes nothing. I'm lost. I'm in a washing machine of uncertainty. Who do I listen to, Simon? It becomes nothing more than fortune telling. So we are living in, a, in an age <laughs> that is very spiritual, but paganism, paganism is in the church. I mean... Sorcery is in the church. There's even... Uh, witchcraft. Witchcraft is... is, is it's th- rife. It's rife. It's absolutely rife. You know, uh, you've even got... Um, denominations practicing uh, Christian tarot cards. Yeah, they can tell you or destiny cards. They call destiny them. Destiny cards. They call them, don't they? Um, stay away from it. See when? So it's, when you it's, talk about it's, it's wicked. It's destiny hellish. cards. I I know what my destiny is. You don't need to whip a card out of your back pocket because no. the Bible tells me what my destiny is. Yeah, I'm blessed and highly favoured. But again, wonderfully and fearfully made. I'm on my way to heaven. That's my destiny. Because you stand on a Bible, Ben, but these people that just want a shortcut. They yeah. want the shortcut. They want the word. They want someone to tell yeah. them. Yeah. Just like going to a fortune teller. Yeah. Who's uh, a fortune teller is going to tell you, he's going to read into your body language, he's going to read, he's going to tell you exactly what you want to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have a few quid around the corner. You're going to, there's going to be yeah. a, 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 the Lord's going to bless you with this or that or the other. It's, it's a lie from the pit of hell. And don't forget, the enemy has discerning spirits that can use people and, and, Definitely. and, and, and agents. Agents. Without that, any shadow of a doubt. That will speak into your life. Now, Who's the biggest agent that we see in Scripture? Obviously, Satan. Now, where was he practicing this occultic activity? Right with Christ in the days of temptation. Throw yourself yeah. off of here. I'll give you. And he's in the church and right he's in now. the church. The devil has got an office in the church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's rubbing his hands together as he sees, yeah. as he sees people run off and do all this sort of stuff. Get into, you know, people think they're being touched by the Holy Spirit when it's the Kundalini Spirit they're being touched with. Now we're into something now. You see it all the time, and, and people writhing on the floor, people crying, shouting out, This is not from the Holy Spirit. This is not from the Holy Spirit. Right, Daniel, 
in the book of Daniel, Daniel had an encounter with God. He had a spiritual encounter. What did he do? Did he wave a flag? Did he dance up and down? Did he roll around the church laughing? It put him to his bed for three days. When John, in the book of Revelations, I saw someone like the Son of Man. What did he do? Did he wave flags? Did he come in on roller skates? Did he hug Christ? I felt as if I was dead. When you're in the presence of the great I am, Moses at the burning bush, yeah, yeah, it changed yeah. his countenance. It changed his countenance. It will put you to the floor, and what will it do? It will make you cry and repent, because the holiness is so great. So what, you, what we're saying here, and, and I guess we're, we're looking to tie this up, really, yeah. coming to land on this one, is that, Ben, what you're saying, man... There is no shortcut to salvation. There isn't. So what, what it, is the road? What is the path? The, the, the path is realising that you are a sinner. Yeah. First and foremost, realising that exactly who you are is, is a sinner. But that's breakthrough. That's massive breakthrough, isn't it? That's breakthrough. Lord, I've fouled. And Lord, then I'm a sinner, but and then wanting to turn away from yeah. that sin. Now listen, Repent. you know, uh, we there's a we we'll talk about it another time, because if you don't turn away from that stuff, the, the Lord will give you the desire of your heart, Ooh. and and it's 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 massive that is, because the Lord will hand you over to your iniquity. You've got to turn away from that sin. Help me, Jesus. Lord. And you've got to Come on, accept Jesus Christ as yeah. your Lord and Saviour. Get on your knees. Accept Jesus Christ. Put yourself, Back. bury yourself, bury your old self. And, and so, and accept him, accept his forgiveness, turn away from that stuff. Amen. And, and move forward. And... Do not use Jesus Christ to write your story. Let Jesus write his story through you. Hallelujah. I just give my life to Jesus. Yeah. And I keep my eyes on the author, the perfecter of my faith. I focus on him. And, and I read his word. And in the words of Jesus Christ himself in the garden. Yeah. Not my will, but your will be done. Because wow. I can do nothing apart from you. There we have it. We've reached yeah. the we've reached the point. We've reached the point where we could. Well, we could just we're finished. Yeah, we're finished. Simon, uh, all, all I'd say to anybody, uh, any of the uh, guys or, or girls who are listening to this, if you follow in this stuff, turn away from it and do your research. Do yeah. your there's some great stuff out there that that exposes all of this stuff for the sham that it yeah. is. That's right. Get into a good Bible-based church. You know, and if you, you're close to Swanley, Elim Swanley's a great place to bring be. your checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but you just know, follow I'm it serious. Yeah, I'm Simon, serious. We're, we're, we're so serious now. Yeah. It's right, as someone said, you've got to follow Jesus. You've got to find yeah. a church that is Bible based, yeah. preaching about the blood, talking about the blood, talking about repentance, talking about the, the failings. And, and you if just, you're in a church, where the, where the leader's making you feel uncomfortable because he's preaching the gospel, Amen. then you're in a good place. You're in a good place. If you're in a church where they want you to feel great and they're pumping you up and saying it's mm. all about you, then I, I'd, I'd have a thrill to think about that and question that yeah. and, and, and see 
what the Lord says, whether you should be there, uh, because there's some horror stories out there, Ben, and uh, we want people to, to know the truth very worrying, and stand on the Bible. It's really worrying what, what yeah. is out there, and we've all yeah. got caught. We've all had, we've all caught the hook. Yeah, this sounds yeah. good. This looks yeah. good. Wow, it must be right. It's a massive church. Oh, you know, mm. you know when you look at the twelve who Christ yeah. called, just twelve renegades. Look what he done with them. They wasn't, you know, affluent. They wasn't. They were struggling. They was fighting all the things of life. They had families. They was out on the ocean. They was fishing. They was, they was just real men, real yeah. men that had real issues. But he took real men. He took real men, and he and, made and, disciples. And, and and people like you said that were that were desperados, that were renegades. There's only one. If you looked at all of those, all yeah. their CVs, there's only one that would have passed it, and that was Judas. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where he went, you know. But it's the same with David. David yeah. took desperados and yeah. and uh, yeah. and and guys that 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 the guys that that wouldn't step foot in a church or or a synagogue or whatever. Yeah. But they had a heart for the Lord. That's the difference. Yeah. It's a heart. Yeah. So we're going to ask Simon if we were closing prayer. And we thank you so much for joining us at this moment in time, wherever you are around the world. Just follow Jesus. Can you close in prayer, please? Yeah, I, I just want to uh, say, uh, <clears throat> Ben, it's, thank you, uh, Father, for, for putting this on our hearts. And thank you that, yes, uh, that you know, your word will reach someone today. And uh, if, if, you've, uh, if you've been following this stuff, this prosperity stuff, if, if, if you've been caught up in it, and uh, we understand all that, and, 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 but it's time to put it down. So I want to pray for you if you're if you're out there. I just want to pray a prayer that says, Lord, um, give the, give people the discernment for when they when they look at stuff on on maybe YouTube or podcasts or whatever. Give them the discernment to know what is the truth. Give them the discernment to know that uh, your your Bible is the is the truth. Your Son Jesus Christ Hallelujah. is the only way. Mm. And uh, if you want to accept him this morning, if you're listening to him and say, yeah, I'm a sinner just like these guys, then uh, just uh, just, just say, Father, forgive me uh, for all the stuff I'm involved with. I, I turn away from all that stuff. I truly, truly repent with all my heart of that stuff, and I accept your son, Jesus Christ, to be my, my Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' name, amen. And you can say that prayer just wherever you are, in the car, sitting, wherever you are. You don't have to be in a church. But um, we believe if you said that prayer that, that uh, you, you're properly born again and, and you're in, into the kingdom of heaven. So uh, bless you and, uh, you know, um, stay safe uh, until the next time. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, with our, our lovely friend and, uh, you know, Simon Pinchbeck. Thank you so much. Share everything we do on, online and everything that we're talking about. But just above everything else... Follow Jesus. God bless. Amen.